Thanks for joining us here in the studio with Michael Card. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and what an hour we have in front of us. Oh, Michael. man. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to this. It'll be fun. Ayanda Kamalo will join us here. Now, he was with us previously. We've had him before, and we've done music with yeah, him Yeah, I was going to say, we were in the studio. Actually, yeah. I think we were at Moody Bible we Institute were. in the studio there, so you had a piano. Yep. Uh, we don't have a piano today, nope. but uh, we are going to talk with him. Yeah, but it, it, it's hard to have someone who's as gifted musically as uh, Yanda is and not have him sing. Right, yeah, well. But he's also brilliant, so he's good. We'll have him back. How yeah. about that? We'll, yes. we'll figure out a way to do that in the future. And then in the second half, we are going to hear you sing. Uh, yeah. Because Joe well. Carlson, our producer, followed you all the way to Ohio recently. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, still Ohio, actually. Our friend Dan Page. Right. And others were there. Yep. We had a conference up there on uh, Hesed, and uh, yeah, it was great having Joe there. Yeah. So these conferences, by the way, the information about them is available at michaelcard.com. Sure, sure. And we do gospels, we do lament, we do all kinds of different conferences. Good. All right. Well, that's what's ahead here today. I was just looking at some of the comments we've gotten from listeners, and thank you, those of you who've written to us. Yeah, it, we appreciate the input, so we we know where you know where the content is landing and yeah. what is helpful. And right. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, since my earliest days in radio, I, I when I get a comment from a listener, it always helps me the next time I'm in the studio to right. kind of project myself into that listener's life, where they are and how they're listening, that yeah. kind of thing. And so. just to know people are listening for me is a big <laughs> yeah, deal. Because, right. I mean, we're in this room. It's just you and me. And, a, <laughs> and Joe's on the other side of the glass. It, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I know people are out there listening, but it's it's good to actually hear hear their voices. Well, here's one all the way from Wisconsin. That's exotic, the exotic land of Wisconsin. Jonathan, thank you for your comment today. Who uh, He just thanks us for the program. He says he rarely misses it here in Wisconsin. Oh, thanks, Jonathan. So our email address is in the studio at michaelcard.com. Now, we're going to hear a song in a, just a couple of minutes. Uh, this is from a live performance. We've lost track of which live performance this uh-huh. was taken from. There have been so many. You know, I'm going to say you've done thousands <laughs> through the years, right? But uh, we're going to hear Jubilee. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the song first? Yeah, Jubilee is... Um, it's it, it's from Leviticus 25. It's one of these wonderful gifts that I think that God was offering His people. Uh, we're not really sure what the word means. It 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 means something like trumpet sound uh, in uh, Leviticus 25:9. Then you are to sound the trumpet loudly, and apparently that that's a, an echo of this word jubilee. Uh, but it was a gift that God was offering uh, His people. Um, they uh, every fifty years, the uh, all debts would be canceled. Uh, it's if you, a pretty radical gift. Oh well, if you were a slave, you were set free, and then they would take a sabbatical year. Imagine this, uh, Wayne. At the sound of the trumpet, your mortgage goes away. Okay, <laughs> yeah, your debt I, is canceled. I like that, sure. right? And someone says, "Okay, take a year off." Yeah. So it, it's this unimaginable gift that God's given His people. And uh, and apparently, when Jesus uh, comes on uh, on the scene and he says that he has come to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, mm-hmm. um, the scholars believe he's referring to the jubilee year. Jesus had come to announce cancellation of debt. Right? Our debt to sin has been canceled. He's uh, come to set us free from our slavery. Yes, our slavery to sin. Yep. And uh, he's announcing a rest time that's a lot longer than a year. Well, let's listen to Michael Card sing Jubilee, and then afterwards we'll uh, talk with Ayanda, who will join us right here in the studio. So stay with us now as Michael sings. The Lord provided for a time for the slaves to be set free. For the debts to all be cancelled So his chosen ones could see His deep desire was for forgiveness He longed to see their liberty And his yearning was embodied In the year of Jubilee This is your part Jubilee Jubilee Jesus is the Jubilee Debts forgiven Slave set free, Jesus is our Jubilee. At the Lord's appointed time, his deep desire became a man, the heart of all true jubilation, and with joy we understand. 
In his voice we hear a trumpet sound that tells us we are free. He is the incarnation of the year of Jubilee. Go! Jubilee, Jubilee. Jesus is the Jubilee. Debt's forgiven, slaves set free. Jesus is our Jubilee. To be so completely guilty, given over to despair. To look into your judge's face and see a Savior there. Jubilee, Jubilee. Come on. Jesus is the Jubilee that's forgiven, slaves set free. Jesus is our Jubilee. We'll introduce our guest, Ayanda Kamalo, here in just a moment, who's sitting right here with us, Michael. But yes. let me react to that song, Jubilee. Yes. Uh, you were saying what while listeners were tuned into that? What, you, what were you telling me? Well, as as far as my research goes, we, Israel never celebrated Jubilee. They never took advantage of this incredible, you know, a year off, cancellation of debt, uh, freedom from slavery. That blows and then my Jesus, mind. Jesus comes on the scene and says, I've come to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Oh. He is. Yeah. He means that he's the Jubilee. Did you well, know that? TK? No, I didn't. This is. That's intriguing. Yeah, it's an interesting. Now, I was going to ask you, (laughs) you know, Jubilee was a theme in in like an early uh, uh, African-American Christianity that was a huge theme. As as was Moses and you yeah. know go down Moses. And that I just sort of thing. rewatched a movie last night, Glory. Uh-huh. You, you know the movie, yeah, yeah. And they they mentioned Jubilee. Really? In, in, in the what script, context? In the, in the um, oh, I don't know if I can properly characterize it. That was they were off to war. Yeah. And they had a a respite. Is that what you call mm-hmm. it? They have a, a brief respite, yeah. mm-hmm. and they called it a jubilee. Ah, interesting. So, yeah, yeah I, I think even from. The African context, there is there is that mm-hmm. there there is the acknowledgement of who God is and that celebration and the releasing of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is that is critical. So it's intriguing that you mentioned that they actually didn't do it, yeah. but everyone else is doing it. Yeah, well, it's a beautiful <laughs> idea. Yeah, it mm-hmm. really is. Yeah, that's wow. that's fascinating, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Just another example of what you bring to the program. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's introduce Ayanda Kamala. Who's been with us before? Yes, we had a I wonderful am. discussion. You recall, about and we did some music, music last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. It was a blessing. Yeah. yeah. So, well, so when people come back the second time, it really encourages us. <laughs> you know, when they return. I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the topic is multiculturalism, and I'm going to be off in the corner listening. Go, the two of you. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For it or against it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I think. Um, one of the biggest buzzwords in the church today is multicultural. Oh, we're multicultural. And actually, that I, th- I think a lot of the times that word is taken out of context. Because your church has a diverse congregation doesn't make you multicultural. Because a lot of the times there's one culture that dictates the liturgy of the church. Yes. So that means that we have a diverse congregation but a monocultural practice. I like that term, monocultural so what's it supposed to look like then? So can can I bring my uh, can I bring my harp and play? This is my father's world, and have someone else come and bring their their harmonica and play. Jesus is on the main line, and I mean, how does that work? I, I think I think that's the beauty of who God is. I think we we have tried to simplify God and the practices of God to suit us uh-huh. because we can comprehend the practices of God. But actually, I don't think God. God is so vast, it's not necessary for us to actually grasp who God is, but just to embrace and follow and love and worship Him. So in this this sense, someone playing a harp, someone playing a banjo, Mm -hmm. someone playing a a djembe, that just shows you how vast and wide and how creative God is, Mm -hmm. that we have to create spaces for that. 
because that's just a, a glimpse of who God is. Because I, as an African, don't have the full perspective of who God is. I can't walk into a room and say, this is it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else needs to follow. And the same could be said when we talk about just theology. Mm-hmm. Most of theology today is from a Western perspective. Mm-hmm. European Reformation. Well, there's the Hispanic, Latin church, South American church, there's the Asian church, and there's the African church. And a lot of your biblical characters are from the Middle East and from Africa, different perspective. So no one culture or space has the meta-narrative of who God is. Okay, so do we integrate all those, or do those go in parallel lines? You know what I'm saying? Is there there a guy in the church who's the— Who's the Hispanic <laughs> theologian and a guy who's the African theologian, and the or do we integrate those? Or I, I, f- I think is we, the answer one thing? No, I think because when we do that, we then whoever's dictating that ends up being the final say, the, the dominant, ma- the major- majority culture guy. Yes, what needs to happen is everyone needs to be able to come to the table and say, "This is how we see who God is." Biblically based. It has to be biblically grounded. That's the starting point. Okay. Because as soon as we put culture before the Bible, culture will constantly shift and change, and that's how we then start to dictate who God is. Ah. So God is already who God is, and that's in the Word. The lens in which we see God is what culture, that's where culture comes in. Mm-hmm. So, back to your point, with the different aspects and different avenues coming in, they all work side by side. Because I have an African perspective that I see God differently to you. Mm-hmm. I may give you insight. God may reveal something about himself through the way I see God in the same way you have a different lens. That when you share something about God with me, it's a revelation of who God is. We all have to come to the table with, through those different lenses because we all then get edified by who God is. Okay, so but what does that time, when, when we do come together, what does that time look like? Is it? That's what I can't get my head around because I mean I've I've come from yeah you know yeah. I've we've tried it a lot of different ways. You want to know how's it programmed? N- well, s- kind of. Yeah. W- what does it look? Yeah. What does it look like when the those? Di- well, I want to say di- they're not disparate because they're because <laughs> they're still there's a there's a there's a unifying the presence of God unifies yes. all. Yeah. Okay, talk. So, <laughs> go. <laughs> go. See what I mean? Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that, that's, that, this is where eclectic actually means okay. what it means. Because the Holy Spirit, and this is where we are put in this position where we have to let go and let the Holy Spirit lead us. And for us, it may come across as eclectic, a mess. There are all these different things that don't come across as cohesive. But when the Holy Spirit is leading us, he actually puts all these pieces together. The thing is, because we've programmed liturgy in church, mm-hmm. we've figured out for us how things should flow. So, and what we're comfortable with. Yes. So it's more of a, if it's comfortable for us, it works. So we, if we go from prayer to the sermon, there needs to be a warm pad sitting underneath. Yes. So we, we've already, yes. see, we've programmed that because someone has figured out that's the most sensitive way to transition from one thing to another. Those are the transitions we are comfortable with. Right, right. But, but God doesn't work like that. Yeah. We have to fit into the way God functions. God is not coming in to fit into the way we function, and it's actually changing the roles. So the whole music producer or program producer or service leader uh-huh. is actually Holy Spirit first. We are on the back end of that whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. It means that it, it puts us in a, an uncomfortable position. So how do we get there? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. baby steps, right? You can't just throw a switch. Well, and, a huge and make amount this of creativity. Happen. There's a lot of creativity, but even before you even get to that, conversations of the past, when cultures collide, there sometimes are cases where there's a history of. So in the American context, there's slavery, there's Jim Crow, there's all those things. People need to work through hurts. Um, unforgiveness, bitterness, pain. Mm -hmm. Because when there's unity in the spirit, these different things that we're practicing together come together because we're all the same heart and mind Mm -hmm. led by the Holy Spirit. 
So we need to address all those things, those barriers that stop us from actually coming together. Okay. That's why when the Lord says, you know, before you bring your tithes and offerings, go sort out things with your brother, your brother and your sister. It's the exact same thing. Uh, okay. So anything multi for anything multicultural to happen, we need to address any transgressions that have happened. Mm-hmm. Because then when we come together, practically, it means that the music, different genres may collide, but the Holy Spirit is where we, f- he's the one that brings everything together. Mm-hmm. And there are practical ways to do it. Um, but it's starting with transgressions, unforgiveness, sin on both sides. Mm-hmm. If I need to, if I'm the one that's grieved, um, I need to go. And probably extend the extend so the hand. long before it manifests itself in a worship service. Long before that, the community has to become one. So we even go back to um, the New Testament, the Gentiles and the Jews. You know, right. for the Acts Church, the offering was he was talking about that. Right. Address your issues with your your brother and sister, so that when you go forward, there were already different cultures at play. God was he was thinking that I think. Mm-hmm. He's looking at the big picture. For us to be multicultural, we need to address transgressions. Okay. How do you live in this tension? Because I know that you lead worship in yep. different contexts and yep. different places around the country. How do you, when you walk into a situation that it isn't multicultural <laughs> and yet you plug in, how do you live with the frustration? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a frustration. It's just, I see it as a trial and a beautiful trial because we're here to serve the local church. And the local church is... Um, that's God's creation. It's made up of so many different aspects. So as someone who's looking to serve those people, I need to, one, be walking with God to understand, okay, you created all of this. Mm-hmm. You're the manufacturer. Help me understand why and what you were thinking when you did that. So when you call me to step into that space, I have insight from a spiritual perspective and also practical. I need to practice my art and my, yep. mm-hmm. my gifting. Mm-hmm on how to address and serve these issues that come my way. So in a predominantly monocultural setting, I need to have an understanding of that culture. Yeah. And so part of being multicultural means I need to get out of my bubble and start to understand and read and engage different people from different cultures. Before you can be a change agent, yes. you have to become the student. Yes. And you have to be a student of all these cultures. And it's... Yeah, your, your brain goes in 10,000 different places. Mm. But then when you understand why people do what they do and why cultures do what they do, and then you understand when it comes to the gospel why they do what they do, then when it comes to multicultural, I can walk into a room and say, okay, the Methodists do what they do this way. The Baptists do this. Mm-hmm. When they're in the same room, how do I help them come to middle ground? The Holy Spirit's leading me, but what are the practical things that I've been taught that I lay on the table before the Holy Spirit and say, this is what you've taught me. You use the things. If there's something else that I know that you're just going to throw in there, game. Mm -hmm. But I've been trained in these ways with the knowledge on the insight of these different things. Michael, I sense a book here from this young man. (laughs) Yes. What do you think? Well, if you help me write it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we've started a couple of books on this radio program. Our our theories, we let other people do our homework for us. I I would love to see you do that, Ayanda. Well, let's hit the pause button on the conversation. We'll come back to it, but let's pause and hear Michael sing a song, which I think you're going to want to react to. I know you know the song. Yeah, but my guess is there's not going to be a lot of multiculturalism (laughs) in this song. (laughs) It's going to be pretty much... Well, then we'll extend grace to you, Yeah, thank you. All right. Michael Card in the studio. Chorus of Faith. Sing with your heart, make melody with the words of your mouth. Mind that you listen, tell it to others. Hear the chorus of faith. Live the chorus of faith. The first note of the song split the darkness. Sung by the planets and stars, and their light spoke hallelujah, and the words of the chorus were sung by angels before us. Now come join in the tune. 
Um, Michael, I, I think just the word chorus and faith. I mean, a chorus, a musically group of people. Um, I, I see it as the people of faith, mm. not just a chorus of faith. People of faith, and a chorus has a harmony, and the harmonies of the different cultures coming together. Yeah, and it's so. So it's that. So, in, especially in this time and age, um, where there's a there's a there is a longing for people to actually get together for the church to be united um in this day and age where there's so much polarization and division yeah, yeah. the chorus is the chorus of the church the chorus of the faith the people of faith the church the different cultures the harmonies coming together mm. the different different colors of the picture that god is painting um so the chorus of faith the song in a lot of ways embodies that mm-hmm. so it's a metaphor for what's eventually going to happen anyway yes but God also calls us to do it here. Now. Yeah. Amen. How do we get there? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I, I long for it. When I hear you express it like that, I long for it. Um, I, I think the first starting point is, um, one, the word of God. We need to not just study it for the sake of study it, but we need to in, soak and saturate our hearts and our minds and our bodies and the word of God. Mm. The next thing is to be in prayer. We become, and I said this before, we, we've become a, a singing church and not a praying church. We need to go back to being the praying church. And then from there, it's actually community. I need to, to get to know who Wayne is. Mm-hmm. I need to know Wayne's story, mm-hmm. his testimony, what God is doing, his background, understanding Wayne's culture, his lens of how he views and sees God. And then by doing that, when I walk alongside you, I know your story. I see the way you see God so that I help you grow in your walk with God through the lens that you see. At the same time, if you're doing the exact same thing for me, you're learning from me in the same way I'm learning from you through the lens that you view God. Yeah. This is going to be some hard work. It's going to take some patience. And it's not going to happen overnight. Oh, no, no. This, this is something that's where there's a self-sacrifice. We need to be willing to sacrifice mm. um, a lot for the sake of our neighbor. And it comes to the second greatest commandment. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. We love the Lord your God, and that's expected of us. But the second greatest commandment is my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it is a big sacrifice. But when you see the, the picture of heaven mm. in Revelation... Every nation, tribe, and tongue, mm-hmm. the same spirit that lives in us, that raised Christ from the dead lives in us, God is calling us to do that and more here on earth. Yeah. Michael, you mm. had a glimpse of this you were sharing off mic here about Kirk Whalem. Why don't you tell that story? Well, yeah, I was just trying to think when Ayunda was talking about the how the pieces come together, I was thinking, have I ever seen that? And I remembered one time when... Um, uh, it was with Kirk Whalem. He we were at a, at a worship service. He's a world class saxophone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he was Whitney Houston saxophone player for years and years. And he's he's a wonderful jazz and and was an elder at our church. A man of God. I mean, he's yeah. you know, he's, he's kind of the whole package. <laughs> uh, but he he had little strips of paper that had scripture on them. And before the service, he just goes through the audience and hands out these scripture. And so we start and we pray. And the service starts, and he just walks up and down the aisle. It's just really calm, you know, peacefully and quietly. And he would touch you on the shoulder, and you would read that passage. And then the only way I can explain it is 
he would then play that passage. He mm. would play sort of a jazz rendition of what that and and you get it. I mean, I got it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, so <laughs> yeah. I got it. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. And, but then he, at at the end of that that music, he would weave in uh, uh, the melody of a hymn that everybody knew, and and we all of a sudden we realized, okay, now we're going to sing sing that. And then it was like three hours of that. And I told you I was sitting next to George Guthrie, who is a friend of ours. And George looks on the program here. George looks at me and said, "What just happened?" (laughs) Yeah, and it was what you've been talking about. He took he took those different elements. He brought his his uh, creativity to it. But there was scripture. We started with it started with scripture, like you said. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, you always make us think, Ayanda. Thank you. We call you TK too, by the way. Thank you, Ayanda Kamala, for. Coming back and joining us here again. Uh, Michael, I know you're grateful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, what are you talking about? You don't have to say that. Yeah, I'm grateful. (laughs) That was my cue to you to wrap it up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, and I'm I'm hoping we can do this again when there's a piano and we can do music again. Yes, definitely. Not just talk. No, it's it's a privilege and an honor. And uh, during this week where people are celebrating freedom and independence, Mm -hmm. We also, we also celebrate freedom in Christ, and for us, we need to come around the Lord's table. We need to come together. Mm. U- unity in Christ um, is critical and important in this day and age. Yeah, the world needs to see it. They yep. really need to see it. What fun to have Ayanda join us here with Michael Card today. I hope you'll reach out on Facebook or Twitter with your comments or reactions to what you've heard. We've made it easy for you to contact us on the web with your reactions and suggestions for future programs at michaelcard.com. We hope you'll take time to explore more of what we have available from Michael that can extend the influence of what we present here in the studio. You can stay current with Michael's weekly blog posts, see his conference schedule, and get the links about what you're hearing on the podcast. There's also the subscription details to share with a friend. Our website has been updated, and we're excited about what's waiting for you when you visit michaelcard.com. Coming up in the second half, we're going on the road with Michael for a concert set recorded in Stowe, Ohio. When we return... In the studio with Michael Card. Next week, join us for a classic in the studio with Michael Card. We'll begin with Michael teaching on the way God the Father related to Jesus while he was on earth. Makoto Fujimura joins us for his review of two films, and David Zanotti joins us to discuss how to bring principles of redemption to the political process in the public square. Classic conversations on creativity, commentary, and community. Watch for the post and share this podcast link, michaelcard.com. Glad to have you listening today in the studio with Michael Card. We're going to do this from time to time, but our producer, Joe Carlson, is going to follow Michael as uh, you hold biblical imagination conferences, Hesed conferences mm-hmm. around the country. and. Those uh, conferences always include a concert as well. And so Joe recorded that concert and brings it to us today here on the podcast. Mm, Yeah, it was great having Joe along. From Stowe, Ohio, the Stowe Presbyterian Church. Here's Michael Carr. Shame.
waiting for you. He's waiting for you to worship him with your wounds, to worship him with your wounds, for he's wounded too. And he has not stuttered. has not lied when he said come unto me you're not disqualified if you're heavy laden you may want to But those who know sorrow They're closest to His heart Come lift up Come lift up And offer your pain Come make a sacrifice At each point of my weakness, you make me strong. And when doubt takes over, I remember it's true. I left everything to follow you. 
to stay safe or to follow. You asked me to choose, but how could I fail when I've got nothing left to lose? Without your call, I couldn't make it. It'd be impossible to do to leave everything and follow you. Everything to follow. Everything to follow, everything to follow you. But what is my petty offering to your sacrifice? I gave up my home, but you left paradise. And what you call me to offer has really set me free, 'cause you left everything to be with me. So with joy I embrace a faith that calls me from home, and I will cling to your promise that I am never alone. And with each passing moment, I'll keep hoping it's true. I left everything to follow. Everything to follow. Everything to follow. Everything to follow you. Everything to follow. Everything to follow. Everything to follow you. El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Elyonah Adonai. Age to age, you're still the same. By the power of the name, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Erakam Kana Adonai. We will praise and lift you high, El Shaddai. Through your love and through the Ram, you save the son of Abraham, and by the power of your hand, turn the sea into dry land, and to the outcast on her knees. You were the God who really sees, and by your might you set your children free. Can you sing if you know it? Ready? El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Elyonah Adonai. Age to age, you're still the same. By the power of the The time of Christ was near, though the people failed to see what Messiah ought to be, and though your word contained the plan, they just could not 
understand that your most awesome work was done through the frailty of your son. One more time, you sing, ready?
When the universe fell from his fingertips He decided he wanted some fellowship But the man and the woman would not submit So he made a better way When the moment was right he sent his own son And he opened the way so that everyone Could have hope and believe that when time was done He'd be able to make us one Sing To hear with my heart To see with my soul To trust in Now I understand that there is a key It's Jesus in me, a reality that God is in Christ and that Christ's in me that with faith I see what is unseen you sing So good to hear a number of your songs there, recorded live, Stowe, Ohio. Yeah, that was a that was a good evening. It's an interesting time when you've spent a whole weekend with most of the people in the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, it it feels like you're playing for your aunts and uncles. <laughs> you know, I look out and I know all the faces, and we've been talking about you know whatever gospel or has it or whatever. And then you sit and play for them for an hour and a half. I don't know. It's it's a uh, well. We have we have a lot of aunts and uncles and cousins listening right now. Probably, yeah. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> or definitely. family, right? Right. Okay. Right. All right. Well, thanks uh, to you, and thanks to Joe. Yeah. For traveling with you and recording that and bringing yeah. it to us. That here was a, it was a, that was a long hard trip, but yeah. a good but a good trip. Tell you what, there was one more song you sang, and so let's end our program today with the way you ended that concert. Uh huh. Uh, our website is michaelcard.com. I urge our listeners to go there, but let's end with Grace Be to You All. Michael Card in concert.
remember to love one another and do what is pleasing to Him. Be strengthened by grace and worship in reverence and awe the God of peace. This is your part. And grace be with you all. And may the great shepherd of the sheep equip you with good things for doing his will. And grace be with you all. Forget not the suffering of Jesus And bear the disgrace that He bore Confessing His name For Christ is the same yesterday Today and forever Ready, Grace? And grace be with you all. And may the great shepherd of the sheep equip you with good things for doing his will. And grace. Grace be with you all. Here's the benediction. Yivarekaka vayish adonai. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you. The Lord lift the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Now go and be his people and love each other well.